we all have those bad habits that hold us back from doing our best and drain productivity. Stephanie Vermeulen, author of EQ, Emotional Intelligence for Everyone, joins me now in studio to discuss breaking bad habits. Stephanie, welcome to the show. Thank you, Katleko. I appreciate it. Stephanie, when people think of emotional intelligence, we often think about relationships with people. Yes. But how much of it is within, with yourself? I would, I would put a percentage of about 98% of it is, <laughs> is oneself. Yes. We often think it's got to do with other people, that yes. they're not cooperative, or we can't get there, you know, they don't have the intelligence, or we always blame other people. Mm. But it is, in fact, how do I go about getting their cooperation? And when I realize that, then life becomes a lot easier, because we've got dozens of reactions that we can use, but we only tend to use a small amount, two or three, of mm. our, our consistent habits. And that's what often gets us in trouble because it's not one size fits all. Everybody's got buttons you can push to get a good reaction and a bad reaction. So it's about looking at what reaction am I getting? Ah, a bad reaction. Okay, I can change my tactic right. or I can change my strategy here. So it's not about being false at all. Mm -hmm. There are many reactions we can use. The one thing we tend to forget to use in business is humor. And yes. so we're all very serious about business. And somebody <laughs> spread this rumor that we had to be serious. About and, business. And that it has to be universal. Something that's very, and you never have fun. And in fact, people are discouraged from having fun. Yes. When we're having fun, our energy is released. And so if we're having fun, we're having a fun interaction, we usually actually come out with a solution that is very different from when we're all being terribly serious about it. So I often encourage people to use humor in business Within because business. it is so powerful. And it is also something that sort of lightens the load and allows people to be more creative and today it's thought that creativity is probably much more important than any other skill yes. but we seldom encourage that in our day-to-day -day business lives we do the mundane things mm. Steph we're talking about bad habits and breaking yes. them today yes. how do we form our habits Habits are simply formed and, and are very easy to form just by doing the same thing over and over again. If you do it enough times, and enough times isn't a hundred times, right. enough times maybe two or three times if it's something that has appeased us when we've been feeling rotten. Okay. So if we've been upset or angry and we do something, mm. lots of the, the example lots of people know is some people like to eat something, particularly something sweet. Chocolate. So, or chocolate <laughs> or something like that. And if you do that enough times, Times, then you start to associate that activity with feeling good. Right. Now, it's not just the action of having a piece of chocolate. It's what that activity or thing does in our brain. Anything that releases brain, the brain reward system, mm. and the brain reward system was to get us to do more of the things that would keep us alive. So more of the things that would keep us alive would be to go and, and look for food, for example, to, yes. to go, you know, the, the hunting and gathering sort of thing, as it were. So the human motivation is, is quite an interesting thing because it's not about getting the reward. It's actually mm. the opposite. It's about anticipating the reward yes. that sets our brain chemistry going and the reward chemical is there so most people aren't necessarily say, addicted to shopping they're addicted to what they're anticipating going the to shopping. buy yes. the problem is for hunters and gatherers as soon as you found the berries and you sat down to eat them the brain chemistry switches off oh. so fundamentally anything that we get that we think is a reward turns out to be disappointing so we need more of it so we go back and we go back and it's the fun part is that 
anticipating some people like the, to do things that involve speed, for example, or risk, or the you know the harem scarum uh, roller coaster type <laughs> stuff, because it gets their brain chemistry going. Then they go, actually, that made me feel a lot better, so they go back for more. Yeah. So all we've got a, a huge range of what we call soft addictions that are habits that we've gotten into because we think they make us feel better. And spending money, obviously, is a big one, which yes. is why so many people in this country I'm are indebted. in huge, and not in debt, but over-indebted yes. is the problem. Yes. And they keep spending in full knowledge that they're actually digging a deeper hole because as soon as they see the hole that they're in, the credit card statement comes in, for example. They go, oh, problem, and the, the bad feelings start. Mm. What do we do to appease ourselves? We start to anticipate, what am I going to buy next? Mm -hmm. And even people who in in debt rehab, they know the habit has got them into this problem, will keep one facility open just in case <laughs> they just need case. some feel good. So our habits run, we get, we run into a lot of trouble with our habits. They're often time wasters, they cost us money. Now shopping is everything that we, that you know, normal people need to do every now and then. Mm. It's when we start to obsess about it and it starts to be, get, get us into trouble that it becomes what we call these soft addictions because they're not chemical, they're not to do with chemicals mm. like alcohol or drugs, yes. but they're as powerful because they're to do with brain chemistry. And Steph, that makes them really powerful. Yeah, this is really interesting because one of my bad habits is procrastination. Okay. And I'd like to think a lot of other people have the exact same bad habit. I would say probably most people have really? that bad habit of procrastination. Mm. How do you get over such, such a habit? We need to start in any habit. We need to be very conscious of what we're doing. Okay. So while we're procrastinating, we're usually beating ourselves up. So if I'm procrastinating, then I know that there's either something I don't want to do because mm -hmm. it's mundane and boring, and I, I, you know, there's much more exciting as playing computer backgammon or something like that over and over <laughs> and over again. Or, or otherwise, it might be something that I'm afraid of. It's something new, and I'm afraid of it. So instead of sitting there then procrastinating, doing whatever you're doing, lots of people play free sell and card games and all sorts of social things. Social media, And Facebook. social media and all of those things have become habits that have made us feel good because they've gotten the brain chemistry going sufficiently so we don't then have to face this fear or something that we don't want to do. Mm. So when we're doing it, instead of beating ourselves up all the time, we go, get to it, get to it, get to it. Then we say to ourselves, okay, how's this helping me to actually get to what I need to? Why am I not? Oh, I don't like doing that. Okay, I've got no energy for it. Okay, so usually why we procrastinate is because then the deadline looms and then the panic sets in. Oh, now we've got to get to it. Now there's no room for fear or don't want or you any of those things at it. all. you just got to get to it. So often the procrastination has helped us get rid of the emotions mm -hmm. that are actually blocking us, either inhibiting our thinking, that's too boring to tackle, or fear also, huge inhibitor in terms of our thinking, so that things can flow. Lots of people who have a certain type that do everything at the last minute yes. will often believe that that's when they get most creative. Yes, and I it, work well under pressure. All of those things, which puts <laughs> us under an enormous amount of stress, yes. but it also works because it clears all of that emotion. So instead we can look at, okay, if it's not something that I want to do, is, is this something that I don't want to do? Is it my job? Mm -hmm. Because if it's something I don't want to do, then I need to actually look at why have I chosen this as a job? Because yes. there we've got dozens of possibilities that we can choose and we can change.
change all the time. We can keep reinventing ourselves because that's the nature of the disruptive revolution that we're living. Mm -hmm. So, okay, I don't like doing it. 80% of that is my job, and so I need to make a change. If it's fear, any time we do something new, we're going to be afraid. So we go, okay, I am afraid, and this is making me nervous, and, and you know, it may be proven me to be not as competent as I thought, all of those fears that we have, or a lot of the worst fears that might cause me to lose my job, which is seldom true, mm. then we tackle that fear. So we go, okay, we challenge that fear. Is it true? Is it valid? Is this helping? So you live through your bad habits consciously, any bad habit, whether it's a social, a, a, a social media addiction or a soft addiction, or whether it's procrastination, which I think most people suffer from. So the idea of us having to be productive for eight hours a day is a meme that comes from the industrial era. You get paid to do eight hours work, so therefore you must sit at your desk. Not that you're very productive during that time. And it's silly to expect ourselves to be. We can't come up with great ideas in eight hours, and that's the time. We come up with great ideas when our mind is actually flowing. Sometimes playing a game of free cell could actually just relieve the thinking work that's not helping, and we just go off land for a bit and sometimes our best ideas come. Some people say their best ideas come in the shower because they're not <laughs> thinking about anything else. And so we need to also change the way that we're working. We're not wanting to tackle something. We need to look at why right. and be conscious about that. Then we can go, okay, it's not what I like to do. This is 10% of my job. Let's just get to it and maybe even build yourself in a reward. Once I've done this, then I can go and do that because right. that helps. So it's dealing with our bad habits really Realistically yes. and consciously and what our world today would call mindfully. And yes. then we can tackle them and deal with them rather than pretending to ourselves, no, I'll get to it, I'll get to it. And that so, just frustrates us. <laughs> Steph, thank you so much for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure and all the best in your work. Thank you very much, Katleko. I appreciate it. Thank you. And that was Stephanie Vermeulen, author of EQ Emotional Intelligence for Everyone.